Welcome back to Amor o Desamor con la Mexicana. Thank you so much for all your support. I really appreciate all of you guys. Hello to every country that started listening to this podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. This episode will be in English. Stay tuned. This episode is dedicated to all our first responders, military, people that work for corrections, small departments, you know, police departments, sheriffs, CHPs, everybody that is connected to this episode. Thank you so much for everything you do for us from La Mexicana and all my friends and all my family. Thank you so much. In this episode, we're going to talk about bullying and law enforcement. You know, we see all these law enforcement officers trying to protect us, but do we really know what's going on? Do we really know what's going on in their department? Do they suffer from bullying? Do they have a voice? Is there discrimination involved? Because from what I've heard, um, there's a lot of discrimination within their departments. Is anybody out there to help them? Do they have a voice? As you promote, have you stayed humble? Is your supervisor humble or do they forget where they came from? Or do they just earn the stripes for kissing ass? Do you know being a supervisor what it's like to care for your officers? Do you really care for your officers? Do you really need that position? Did you really earn it? Should these departments have an outside agency that they can come to and speak to? Do you think politics has anything to do with suicide? As you all know, law enforcement and military has a high rate of suicide. Have you stopped and thought about it? Why? You being a supervisor, have you considered asking your officers if they are okay? If there's something wrong, I mean, they work for you. Have you considered how they feel? What's going on? Because when somebody's being depressed, they're probably always late to work. Or they're always upset. Or sometimes they don't even want to work. Have you considered speaking to them? As a grown-ass human being? Well, this next episode has to do with this. All these little details that are being put under the rug. Why? Because most of these lieutenants, captains, colonels, you name it, sergeants, have their favorites. What about the ones that don't kiss ass? What about those? Have you ever considered them being promoting one day, being higher than you, and you working under them? Because it can happen. I really hope you guys stop and listen to this episode and consider. If you're a supervisor, I really hope this episode helps you to stop and think and stop being greedy. And I really hope somebody in any of these departments takes this episode in consideration and... Why not have an outside agency since they really can't go to anybody? 
officers that are not ass kissers. They can't go to anybody. Why? Because it's all connected. Why don't we have services that we can offer for these officers? Because every time there's a suicide, it's the same thing. If they're having problems at home and they work for you, why not make sure that your officer's okay so they can do the job right? Stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy this episode. What do you think about suicide and military? Small department and big department? Well, uh, that's a good question. Uh, when I was military, that's where I started off first. I didn't really hear about it as much as it is now. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a whole shift change with the era, you know, um, more pressure. A lot of politics have to maybe come into as well. Uh, all in all, military, it just got soft over time. Uh, yes. Too many politicians had their hand in it. Uh, Mothers of America, I don't know if you ever heard that term before, but they're also putting their input in it. So now I heard, I don't know how true it is, but there's uh, Marines uh, boot camp, I guess there's there's cards called stress cards or whatever. If a drill instructor is in your face, these uh, recruits can pull it out and uh, it'll immediately stop the whole, you know, getting in your face type of thing. Whereas before, that was supposed to help us deal with stress during, you know, prepare us for combat under a very stressful uh, environment and depending on what we're doing as far as mission-wise. That's questionable, you know, that kind of, to me, that kind of makes you think like, are we getting soft? Are we not, you know, trying to be as hard as we can be or pushing ourselves to the limits to where we, we know we can't be? Now it's like, you know, hey, let me hold your hand there, recruit. Um, let me just go ahead and guide you through and to the finish line and you can figure it out from there. But mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, to me, to me, honestly, I could be politically incorrect. I don't give a damn, but I think we are softening our military when the other countries are doing the same thing, maybe even harder, tougher. Mm-hmm. And they're just waiting for us to slip because they know that we're the world powers right now Mm -hmm. and we're basically worried about freaking pronouns here and there while (laughs) while, uh, everybody else is worried about tactics and how to get you know invade america if that ever happens but you know to go back to the whole um question about military suicides i believe it probably went higher because like i said mentally we're we're weaker now as a nation especially when the nation's divided so me um i can't i can't tell you the statistics of it but i'm pretty sure there's a high margin on on this newer side of the late 2000s as opposed to back in the days 80s and 90s now as far as law enforcement there's been a high volume of suicide rates why do you think people commit suicide in the department a few things is because of pride um either they've been caught cheating and they feel like since that been since that happened they got nothing else left you know it's a prideful thing so people Mm -hmm. don't want to 
live in shame with their head down, knowing that they dishonored their family or themselves. So that's one of the things. Another thing, finances, they're doing so good, but when that happened with the divorce or child support or whatever comes into play, mm-hmm. you know, they're just working themselves to death. So True. I believe like that's a stressor in the department, another stressor as opposed to whatever else is there from work that also goes through people's minds like, hey, you know what? I don't see no happiness in sight. So why go through this? Might as well just end it. It might be better off, you know? I mean, that's what I'm thinking that their mentality is at. Another thing too, I know it sounds funny, but even though I, I believe it happens outside of school, you know, junior high, high school, I think it's bullying as well. Oh, yes, I definitely uh, agree. Um, I say bullying, not in a sense like, hey, you know, they're going to trap you in the restroom and, and get your lunch money or anything like yeah. that. But I think what it is, is bullying. I've seen a YouTuber, I think he's in the Central Valley. He's a pretty cool dude, um, what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about cars, you know, the, the cars that um, people are in and you're one of the kids i think that's the way he said it um if you're one of the kids you're probably you're most likely gonna be taken care of even though you're a shipper you got some good set of lips on you you're gonna you're gonna know how to kiss that ass because that's what they're looking for they want somebody to get on their knees and bow to them because they are whoever they think they are um i don't believe it's any any type of camaraderie because camaraderie in the military and and uh, corrections mm-hmm. is totally different. If you're in the right car, you can get taken care of. Me, I could be a, a outstanding cop. I could, you know, do everything right. But the minute I piss somebody off, a lieutenant, captain, AW, maybe even a warden, mm-hmm. I'll never see a promotion in sight. No matter how much, how awesome I do, um, I will never see one in wow. sight because because I defined them it defined them and made them look stupid because me personally I, I don't kiss anybody's ass. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do all that shit. If they like my work ethic and they wanna put me in their yard or whatever, it's cool. But other than that, I believe um a lot of it is bullying and within C D C. So how was it um just twenty five years? Did were you able to promote or did you stay as an officer? You know what? After when I got in there, different. It wasn't stressful, but it was kind of scary to where, hey, you know, you only go through uh, the academy for a couple of weeks and then they throw you in the damn, the ringer mm-hmm. with a freaking flashlight and a damn baton if they had them. Um, but other than that, um, it was different back then. We're tight. Because the numbers, it was literally us against them. The administration back then was with us. But now as times changed, it's it looks like it's leaning more towards medical instead of custody. Um, so these guys are, you know, inmates are getting their way. They are pretty much taken care of out of taxpayer expenses, man. Um, maybe that's why this governor here is probably letting these guys go because they're expensive in the prison system. I don't know. I don't know whatever. Or unless this, you know, dude wants to get, uh, he wants to have more votes or whatever it is. Yeah, but of to be honest with you, um, I think 
I think those top three that I've heard around was, you know, the bowling, finances, and pride. I have noticed inmates and people that are illegal, which I have nothing against people that are on welfare. They have more services, more assistance, more resources than law enforcement, than military. And to be honest, yes, we have bad apples everywhere, but our law enforcement, we need them no matter what. Our military, we need them. We need those people to keep us safe. But do you see any type of help or like somebody out in their yard or in their department like hey are you doing okay buddy or like hey you you look different now what's going on do you guys have that type of um support from your uh, superiors you know what no there's uh maybe out of shoot let's just do a ratio here maybe just say we had 20 sergeants or lieutenants mm -hmm. maybe less than a handful will come out and notice a changing you changing your work ethic maybe you're calling out a lot maybe you're being late mm -hmm. um they'll probably be the ones that pull you to the side and talk to you um fellow cops mm -hmm. well we have to stick together but then like i said if you're in that car they don't give a shit about anything anybody but themselves making sure they're taken care of before they even care about anybody else and can you explain so, before you go forward can you explain what's a car like first a car Yes. What do you mean by car? Pretty much is it's filled with higher higher ranking person, whether it be administration or in the yard. Mm -hmm. um, sergeant's car, meaning his people, where oh, he ends okay. out with in at work and off of work, lieutenants. And I'm assuming um, they cover for each other, right? Oh, oh shit! They uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. they cover a lot of stuff. Like that whole sweeping under the rug shit. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's uh, it's legit. And yeah, and if you're not in that car and they see you do some dumb shit, oh yeah, they're ratting you out so that way they can say, hey, look what I did. Wow. And you know they'll get promoted. These people, DUIs, uh, get caught with their phones, all kinds of shit, and they're the ones who are getting their stripes in their bars. Meanwhile, you're the one trying to walk down straight line. And you ain't getting no love. So wow. because you're not an ass kisser, then you're a black ball. So yeah. that's what it is, you know. So yeah, I think it sucks. I think it'd be smart for like an outside agency to be involved. Because think about it, if you're not part of that car, you're never gonna promote. Yes, I agree. That's how maybe I see a third, it. Maybe a third party state appointed. Like an outside agency, right? I would say like an outside agency, civilian. Yeah, I would uh, have somebody either that's, you know, either retired or been through it mm -hmm. and yes. knows what the hell to look for at a, in, a, in a person, not just because they got the answers for an interview or whatever, you know, because mm -hmm. that does happen. I mean, I'm going to be real, you know, it, it happens. If, if an AW or captain or somebody knows that their significant other or they're one of their homies, one of their boys, one of the kids are going through the promotion, you know, process. Mm -hmm. They're gonna get those answers, the answers or the questions to that interview wow. in no time. Oh yeah. And and I it's crazy. It it's crazy that you're mentioning this because I have heard it before, in military and law enforcement. Yes. Yes. Where um, it's the homie hookup. 
yeah, oh yeah, Tony Hooker. That's why I said it. I'm not surprised on the stuff that I, I've seen <laughs> over over time. Um, my kids are already growing up. They, I think, my oldest. He said that he wanted to go into corrections. I said because I was in correction. I told him those times have changed. Those past, those good times have passed. Uh, you go look for something else. Use your head, man. Because I mean, it's yeah. nothing. Nothing's great in there anymore. Not only that, but he's also running the risk of not being on somebody's good side, and then she hits a fan. It's oh, you know, and or or somebody that knows that I wasn't in the car knows that name because you know then they're gonna put him like, oh crap, you know this is so and so's boy. Wow. Let's uh, let's go ahead and treat him as such, just like we did with the old man. So you know it, it sucks. You know, um, you try to support your your you know your kids if they want to go through it mm -hmm. uh you try but you know you just tell them like hey this is what's whole, what's going on you know i don't think it's a good shift for you <laughs> you know but um like i said i, I it, there's been a big increase I, i'm pretty sure there is i see numbers statistics mm -hmm. and whatnot on both military and and on law enforcement especially uh corrections um let me see. I've seen um, I've seen people that always put a smile on their face, day in day out, mm -hmm. and uh, a month or two later, they take their own lives because you know whatever reasons they don't come out. I mean, nobody wants to ask why it happened, mm -hmm. um, but it just kind of makes you wonder. Like, could this have been prevented? Maybe. There should be some tools incorporated instead of just, oh, here's an EAP card. Um, you know, the whole song and dance, I'll tell you the whole routine, like the way it goes. Uh, say an officer, you know, takes his own life, his or her, her own life. Um, peer support the same day or the next day. Talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Okay, there's an EAP card. If you guys want to do anything, okay, no program today because of this. The next day, oh, okay, cool, yeah, let's go back to normal, normal routine. So this happens every freaking time something happens. Wow. And yeah, they'll throw an email, so-and-so started here, blah, 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 you know, this is now. Why can't we be proactive mm -hmm. and maybe have something in the yard instead of just focusing on the inmates ducats or wherever the freak they you know yes. they need to be at maybe an hour or two for cops maybe some type of workshop uh thing like hey you know what um anybody want to talk here's you know one at a time or whatever just come to my office or figure let's figure it out well let's yeah because you guys are a team you guys see each other there every day right yeah well supposedly i mean that's what i was I was hoping to see, but like I said, those days are gone. You know, those days are gone. Now it's like, I, I feel sorry for this new generation, to be honest with you. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess they can't retire till what? What was it? 57 at 2.5% or something like that. Maybe I got it wrong, you know, but, and then these cameras are rolling in. I, I, I heard, you know, they're rolling in some of the Central Valley joints. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <sighs> you know, the way we act, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be bad. You know, they're going to be out for blood. Yes. Oh, my God. And, you know, and the crazy thing is that I say, like, these, um, 
officers they can't do strikes well how who can they go to like hey i need help we need help it has to be somebody from outside and, and that's a crazy thing like they're pretty much screwed yeah and and that's a funny thing you bring that up because i was gonna say you know ero but you know what ero people are made up of people that have been moved around from the administration so say for instance this person was you know used to be records probably dating a cop sergeant lieutenant or whoever wow. now they're in ero so say you know um there's a complaint about me or something mm -hmm. then i have to go over there and say that that lieutenant captain or aw or whoever don't like me so they'll probably tell their significant other you know yeah, try to you know push this push this through get them you know get them busted or whatever so mm -hmm. that i would you know you can't you can't say ero anymore you gotta you gotta figure something else out but yes i believe an outside agency one of them that could be the middle person that doesn't know anybody from the prisons um maybe they can have some type of integrity and help you know understand both sides maybe even help the cops more because we're the ones on the line Yes. administration are the ones who brainstorm and think of these freaking ridiculous ideas mm -hmm. and where they're the ones who have to you know go through it all do the dirty they work don't. yeah exactly and and what i have heard too is that when people promote and they get to lieutenant or captain tell me if i'm wrong this is what i've heard before they forget where they come from and because they're under a certain captain and the captain's telling telling them to do something even though they know it's wrong they have to do it because the captain is telling them is that true oh my god yes some of these folks well, actually majority of these folks they forget where they came from and it's funny to me because like they know i had a couple of partners I want to say partners because I don't want to call names as far mm -hmm. as like, hey, yeah, the guy's a shipper. Yeah. But you know what? It It is what it is. <laughs> if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, <laughs> it might be a duck. So I think um, this person was, you know, the biggest shipper I've ever, uh, I've ever encountered. Mm -hmm. um, second watch, person would go to the office, sleep. Wow. Um, nobody tells this person anything person doesn't even do overtime i don't know what they're doing out there outside of work but basically they come you know they come to work to sleep and of course you know me and the other fellas we don't say shit we just let them do their own thing you know whatever but the minute they start promoting going through the ranks mm -hmm. they'll try to implement that shit on people they know that do the same thing too and get them busted wow <laughs> Hipócritas, yeah. dijo mi mamá, hipócritas. Yeah, yeah. And that shit, I'm telling you, man, it's like clockwork. It, it never fails. There's, like I said, there's less than a handful, small percentage of cops that work in the line and move to the ranks um, that don't forget where they came from. I'm not mm -hmm. saying they're dirty when they try to tell you, like, hey, check this out, don't do this, don't do that. No, it's pretty much looking out for you that's the way i see it they look out for you they don't expect you to do any dumb shit but if 
you're doing something that's kind of questionable, mm-hmm. they'll look out for you and talk to you like, hey, this yeah. is that. You know, you don't want to do this because of this or whatever. The policies change to this, so might want to not do this anymore. You know, those are the ones you respect and you'll never forget throughout your career. Now, on the other side, you have the dirt bags that promoted it all up to AW or whatever. It's just funny to me because when you see them walking, you're walking an opposite way. They don't look at you. They just keep their head down, not hmm. even acknowledge you. Wonder they why. Get on the little, they get on the little phone, start texting as soon as they see you. That way they can avoid talking to you or eye contact. That's a coward move right there. Wow. They know, they know between me and that person, they know that they're a piece of shit. Yes, so, I've heard, I've yeah. heard stories. I've heard stories about small departments and state and corrections. It's it's big, so I'm assuming it's not very easy to control. No, it's um, you know what? It, it like I said, a long time ago, our union was strong, and as years came went through, uh, our union felt like I felt like they were getting a little too greedy. Until it collapsed, I think during the Schwarzenegger administration, mm-hmm. it started going to shit. But you know what I heard that most of these union guys, and I don't know if I'm right, they do it for the days off. They don't really do it to support their people or to speak up for their people. It's more for the days off. Shit, it's a good thing you brought that up. On my way out when I retired, um, guy just got out of the academy. Maybe a year after his probationary period, um, they were, you know, sending out ballots, and this fool's name was on the ballot to uh, run as a, you know, a union member. I'm like, holy shit! I just saw this guy get, literally get off the bus and come wow. work for us. And uh, I'm thinking, like, what can this person possibly know or help me out with if I already get in trouble or if I had a question about such and such? And uh, it came to the conclusion like these guys these people suck and they're just there for the day off man. and that's what i heard yeah and uh it sucks too because it's just not only these youngsters coming through but the people that have been in there for a while already um they just go with the flow and yeah they just i guess they just wanted just to avoid work you know trying to do their actual work mm-hmm. what they're there for mm-hmm. they'll get on their phones oh i gotta go to a meeting it's like okay cool i'll just you know we'll just pick up your work too then i guess wow. why don't you just bid out and go do some coverage that way you don't have to be hurting your 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 freaking team mm-hmm. so that's why i said you know i think i got out at a good time mm-hmm. you know um that's good uh yeah i just i'm just gonna i'm thinking about leaving california as a matter of fact because this that's what i hear a lot (laughs) they want to go to a different minnesota or somewhere else yeah my my partners so people that i've worked with that i knew they moved to washington texas arizona just to get the hell out of here man it's it's going bad it's it's getting bad it's getting worse you got these um inmates leaving out uh prison early and um for whatever reason and then a week or two later they're on the freaking news for killing somebody or or something raping somebody it's like oh okay yeah. cool yeah. and you know this whole thing with um with the governor <coughs> nothing nothing happens so sure. it's like eh, hey, whatever you know it's all politics it's all part of the plan i guess so 
just did my thing, got the hell out as a cop. But don't get me wrong, I had the high hopes and tensions to move up the ladder or maybe get, get to that freaking squad shit because I was into that back then, you know? Mm-hmm. But now it's like, ah, oh, nah. I don't, I don't do that ass kissing, man. Wow. Well, yeah. I want to thank you so much. Hopefully this episode makes it somewhere and we're able to help the young ones. And honestly, your story means a lot because it's going to send some type of, you know, um, awareness for these correctional officers, law enforcement that can't really speak up for themselves and hopefully save some lives. Yeah. um, Yeah. I like, you know, thanks for having me. But I do want to end it with this. uh, Partners, people that are still in, um, just let you know uh, you are not alone. There's always somebody there. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, don't think for a second you're alone because you have somebody, you'll always have somebody there for you. Um, pick up the phone, contact somebody, EAP, get through somebody. Somebody will hear you out. And believe it or not, somebody will go, will uh, relate to whatever you're going through. Awesome. Thank you so much for your words. And yes, you can always... I'm going to leave a comment here. So if you need to speak to somebody, go ahead and send me a comment or message me on my IG as La Mexicana. And I'll be more than happy to listen to you. And trust me, your family loves you and you got to go home to your family. Work is work. Home is home. Thank you so much. And gracias por escuchar Amor del Amor con la Mexicana. to thank my guest for being that voice for many officers you know soldiers that are still in the departments their agencies you know I really want to thank you so much for speaking up for them because it's really hard to get an active soldier or officer to speak on this podcast and the reason why they don't want to lose their job why can't they speak Do we know why? It's not fair. So if you're a supervisor, if you're a lieutenant, a captain, a colonel, whatever, and one of your soldiers is not okay, do the right thing. Pull them out to the side. And don't go there and tell everybody. Listen to them. They're probably going through it. Instead of writing them up because they're always late, why write them up? When I pull him to the side and talk to him, how can I help you? What's going on? We're all humans. Let me tell you, divorce ain't easy. It's hard. It's hard to cope with it. Now, think about it. They, these people got to protect our country, our towns, our prisons. But before they can do all that, they need to be okay. And you being a supervisor... You need to stay fucking humble. Remember where you come from. If you got this promotion for ass kissing, maybe you don't deserve it. You should be even more humble. And it's not fair that there's so much favoritism and these officers that have so much time, they're unable to promote because what? Because they have their favorites and they're not going to promote that person? Or because they're racist? Come on. 
How about bullying? Bullying behind that uniform, especially when you're a superior? What the fuck is that? We really need an outside agency for these departments because if they're depressed or they just need to talk to somebody, if they go through their departments, right away they want to take their weapons away when it's not even like that. All they need is somebody to talk to sometimes. Why not have an agency like we do for all these inmates, all these people? We offer so many resources. Why not offer resources for our people that protect us? All we need is an outside agency that doesn't have favorites, that's not within the department, because then se hacen fucking chismes. And people's lives are private. I really hope this episode gets somewhere where we can get help for these people. Because if they're not okay, we're not going to be okay. Thank you so much to my guest. I really, really appreciate you. And like he said, you are not alone. If you want to go ahead and tell your story, and Amoro es Amor con la Mexicana, public, private, anonymous, you tell me, we can do it. Because your story can save somebody's life. And like he said, you are not alone. Never, never commit suicide. Never take that route because you have family that loves you. Go to work. Go home. Your family loves you. And if you don't love, nobody, nobody loves you, you don't have family, love yourself. You are handsome. You are beautiful. If they cheated on you, you are handsome. You are beautiful. There's somebody out there for you. Never take your life over love, over your work, or because you're broke. It's going to be okay. Have patience. Thank you so much for listening to Amor de Amor con la Mexicana. Give it a like so I can bring you more episodes like this. And thank you.